Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will with American Heart Enduro. Hopefully, you guys had a great weekend. It is now Monday, September 20th. I've done a little uh, podcast interview with Hunter Williams. I guess he's the media director with Sear Off-Road, and we talk about the upcoming cliffhanger extreme down at the Trials Training Center in Sequatchie, Tennessee. Uh, The cliffhanger this year, it'll be the second time they've had it, uh, is this weekend, Saturday, September 25th at 10 a.m. Central Central Standard Time. It's a four-hour hair scramble style race, uh, but it's anything other than a hair scramble. This thing is gnarly. Um, it's obviously at the same venue as the TKO, but they use totally different trail. So if, if you didn't like the Jeep roads that the, that the TKO had this year, don't expect the same trails um, for the cliffhanger. Also this weekend, um, the first Endurocross went down, and Colton Haker kind of established or reestablished his dominance in Endurocross out in Tulsa. Uh, Colton went 1-1-1 on the Husky. Tristan Hart, second place, he went 2-3-2 on the KTM, and apparently he made it really close uh, on a at least one of the motos and had a big crash. Um, and then let's see, Cooper Abbott, he went three, two, three for a third place overall on the KTM. Corgan Funder went five, four, 10. Will Reardon, fifth place. Max Gearston, sixth place. He, uh, he just kept getting stronger each moto. So look for Max to possibly put it on the podium really soon. Ryder LeBlanc in seventh, Tim Apole from Germany. He went 6-12-6, so that's an inconsistent night, but he's obviously got the speed on the beta. Brandon Petrie, Noah Keppel, Ty Collins, Spencer Wilton, Cody Miller, Anthony Johnson, and Dustin McCarthy rounded out the main event. Um, As always, this podcast is brought to you by SLM Racing out of Texas, uh, North Texas KTM. Those guys have all the KTM Husqvarna, Sherco parts you could possibly need, so give them a call. Look them up online. Stop by and see them. So, anyways, hope you enjoy uh, the upcoming podcast with Hunter Williams, and uh, we got some other stuff in the works. I know Blake, uh, after going down to Hawaii for his wedding, and he got to uh, he got to be involved with the uh, Labor Day uh, Hard Enduro down there in Hawaii. He uh, he's going to do a podcast, and we'll get to hear all about his shenanigans down there. So hope you enjoy that. So thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you guys out on the trail. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 2021 Cliffhanger, the Sear Cliffhanger Preview Show. I'm here with Hunter Williams. How's it going, Hunter? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Uh, trying to get a little seat time uh, leading up to this cliffhanger thing. Yeah, I hope a lot of guys are. It's it's going to be a good one. Uh, kind of got a group chat going with Gary and Derek there and kind of sending some forecasts hour by hour back and forth, but a little far out now, but hopefully it'll be good for the rest of the week. Well, and just like always, I think weather is going to be a factor. Um, we've had hero dirt these last couple of weeks, um, going places where you shouldn't be going on dirt bikes. Um, it'd be interesting to see if TTC stays like that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, the past couple of weekends up there have been absolutely, like you said, hero dirt, but, uh, you never know at that place. It can be dry as a bone or 
as slimy and nasty as ever. Yeah, and, and for TKO, which, man, I guess we we're a month out of TKO now. Uh, the, the whole weekend was super dry. Um, it was a, I mean, for lack of a better term, it was, it was a fast hair scramble style race. And then when I left the property, it rained as hard as I've ever seen it rain all the way back to Knoxville. Yeah, that was, uh, I was there watching or whatever. And yeah, same thing on the way home, it just downpoured on me, but there during the race, those guys got lucky. Cause that, that main event would have been nasty. It'd have been good for spectating, but, uh, those guys got lucky. I have a feeling the gaps would have been a little bit wider between the top guys and the guy instead of, you know, the, the I guess a few guys got lapped, but normally guys get lapped multiple times. So I guess just the whole top 15 is just getting better and better. Certainly. I agree. Okay. So that we talked about TKO a little bit. Uh, Saddleback Extreme happened, I guess, weekend before last, and it looks like Ryder LeBlanc continues to just assert his dominance this year. Yeah, certainly. Ryder's obviously really, uh, really killing the game this year. Uh, pretty proud of him. I'm glad he's able to attend most of the SEER events. That's, that's good for the SEER series. But, yeah, he's uh, continuing that lead on strong and uh, just keeping at it, you know. Ready to yeah. see what he does in enduro cross too. Yeah, absolutely, and and we'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute. Um, but the interesting thing about Ryder is, I guess he he missed one race, and there is one drop in the Sears series. So every other race he's won. So it, I guess if something you know, if if he had a DNF or whatever this weekend at Cliffhanger, or excuse me, next weekend at Cliffhanger, then Quinn Wenzel could actually sneak in there. Yeah, it's definitely between him and Quinn still, I believe. Um, I don't I don't crunch the numbers. Um, thankfully, I'm not a numbers guy. But uh they uh I think there's still definitely a chance there. So Ryder's gonna have to, you know, ride very defensively and, and make sure him himself and the bike make it through the final round. Right. And and kind of going back to that, Quinn Winslow got second at Saddleback and then Jackson Davis. I think that's his first Sear podium. So another young 17-year-old guy coming to the front. Jackson's been turning it on lately. Yeah, Jackson's always been a, a strong presence in the overall, and uh, I was really proud to see him on the podium up there. That was awesome. And I guess Farringer came down with, the um, as he called it, the Hong Kong flu. So he didn't make it to cliffhanger, but I've seen that he's been riding, so I fully expect him to be a force at cliffhanger coming up. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, it's always fun and exciting watching Nick battle it out. So um, I hope he's 100% there. Be awesome. So we've kind of we covered the point situation a little bit. And then the winner of the 2021 Sears Series is basically getting a all expenses paid trip to Erzberg for 2022. Um, y'all have any update on that or have you heard anything going on with that lately? Uh, you know, Derek's wife, Lizzie, she's really involved with uh, kind of that European influence and stuff. So she is talking to those guys. And, yeah, I mean, everything's green-lighted still as of right now. Um, everything's looking good for whoever the winner of the series is to get to go. So uh, there Sweet. shouldn't be any surprises that I've heard of. But um, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing who we get to send over there. And that's really a 
pretty big accomplishment for hard enduro in America that, you know, we're able to send an American over there to compete in such a prestigious race. So really looking forward to, to seeing that go down. Heck yeah. Hopefully Erzberg 2022 actually happens. I guess it hasn't happened the last two years <laughs> due to COVID, but um, I mean, I know Cody Webb and Tristan Hart, although he's not American, he's a Canadian. I, I know those guys will be there. Um, hopefully be joined by either Ryder or Quinn and a bunch more Americans for that matter. Yeah. I don't ever really keep up with any of the Americans that go unless it is somebody, you know, that I've, I've met through racing over the years, but as far as the guys who just pay their dues to go over there, I don't, I don't really keep up with those guys, but yeah, definitely be keeping up with, with the guys that go over from America this year about regardless of who they are. Cause it's a pretty big deal going over there. Yeah. I would love to make that trip, but I just, I don't see it in my future. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm supposed to go too somehow or an, another um, to kind of document and film the whole experience for the guy who goes. So oh, nice. hopefully that still works out and um, I, I may get to make a trip over there. Derek and Gary are kind of want me to like run the prologue on some clapped out bike that Derek has had. Over. Okay, Hunter. So how has the trail layout been going for cliffhanger this year? Uh, you know, it's been going really well. Um, Derek and Gary are putting together a lot of fresh stuff for everybody. Uh, that's one of the things those guys try to put together is, you know, 100% virgin trail. Obviously, can't get it all 100% brand new trail, but for the most part, I'd say 90% of it's going to be fresh cut, single track, and then some old school TKO roads that people aren't used to seeing. So well, it's I was coming along s- really good. I was going to say, I hope it's not 100% fresh because the stuff we ran last year was amazing. I want to see some of that again. (laughs) Yeah, you will. You'll get to see bits and pieces of it, uh, some of it backwards and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, it's we we take a lot of time to cut in some new stuff, and uh, we don't have a lot of time to do it. I think we've had about five work weekends because we get it uh until after the tko and then right. there was one one weekend at the mountain bike race was going on so you're kind of limited limited on that so okay so we're talking about what more than 50 percent will be new trail that we haven't seen before 100 percent, yeah for sure more than 50 percent will be brand new awesome okay and i've heard a rumor about the landslide we could possibly be going up above that yeah, you're basically going out the top right-hand corner. Last year, you went almost three-quarters of the way up and then turned around and went out a side chute. Uh, yes. This year, you're going almost like five feet from the top and exiting out to the right. So uh, definitely, if you're there before the race on Saturday, you need to make your way over in the gold and silver class and, and check that out because it's going to be it's gonna be a pull up, up through there for you guys. Oh, sweet. I, I Hopefully we can find it because last year we went looking for it before the race and we never found it. So when I hit that section, it was the first time ever. But um, I would love to see that before I race it. Yeah, I think uh, some guys know kind of where it's at now. So, you know, there will probably be some some uh, tweets going out to everybody that's there to to know where to go. So it should be a little more foot traffic going on this year. to find. OK, it. So so obviously that section is kind of a showstopper. Are there any other big showstoppers that we should be aware of? 
Um, remember Strange Hill last year, the big hill climb off the gravel roadbed? Um, yes, I do. Yeah, um, some people had to take a few runs at it. Um, it's getting a little bit gnarlier this year. You're going to go up and back down and then up the final pull again to the exit. Um, so it's going to change up a little bit. And then there's a new off-camber section that's going to be after that wash section we were just talking about that Derek has laid out. And it is the most off-camber roller rocky trail that I've ever ridden in my life. Basically, I was off the left-hand side of my bike pushing uh, pretty much for a quarter of a mile. Oh, God. It's so off-camber. But after 10 guys go through there, it'll be shelved in. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Certain areas will be, certain areas will be like, you know, you'll be 20 feet down the hill <laughs> trying to get back up. Okay. So let me describe this area and see if you can follow me. You go on the gravel road past green cabin, and then you go around through a little Creek and then there's a split hill and you keep climbing up several Hills. You guys last year took us to some rock shelves up there that, um, you know, we've never even approached in TKO. You know where I'm talking about? Yeah, we call that friends with benefits. Yeah. Is that area in this in the cliffhanger this year? It is, and it's gotten longer. Derek has extended that section by I think a few hundred yards. So it's gonna okay. be good. Cool. Yeah, that that to me was my favorite area last year. Um just for the views and just for the um visually intimidating factor that that had going on. Yeah, and there's one section that's probably – TKO used to run way out to, towards the end of the property up in the very point of the – I'm going to call it the cove. It's not the actual cove, but the right. TTC cove. But um, TTC hasn't done it for so long because it's so overgrown from those rock guys. Well, uh, Gary Barr and a couple of the guys, uh, they actually went through and hand-cut everything with, like, blades and chainsaws and weed eaters and everything – and we're getting you guys back out there into that kind of uncharted territory over the last five years. And so when you're riding to your right, if you look to your right, you can see the whole Sequatchie Valley. Like it's just oh, nice. an epic view. So I, I remember a downhill in TKO, maybe about 2018. Um, that was just, I mean, hair raising downhill. You ended up in the Creek. So I think that's that area you're talking about right now. Yeah, probably. So way back up in the back, back there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you got you definitely got that uh, friends with benefits section, and then below that was that Easy Creek. Derek called it Easy Creek, right? Um, that gold and silver goes up, and then you got that long pull. Remember that dirt hill climb? There, there was a big plate rock. I think about ten feet up it. Yeah, that gave everybody a problem. So that's in there again. So yeah, okay, very good. All right. So do you have a mileage for for a lap, or do y'all know? Not yet. My plan is to do that tomorrow, ride a full lap, at least on the bronze. I don't know if I'll do gold and silver, but um, <laughs> thanks a lot, Hunter. Yeah. Uh, I may walk some of the gold silver sections and get the mileage, but uh, I'm we're hoping around eight miles at least. Okay. So, and then the race starts at 10 a.m. Central Time, right? That's correct. And this will be next Saturday morning. Um, as far as sign up, um, where do people go to get signed up? Uh, go to the seer-racing.com website and uh, just follow the link to the, the cliffhanger event. And then it'll take you to the web score and you'll fill out your information and make a payment and be good to go. How much is it this year? I think it's, is it 70? Isn't it 70? I don't know. Sorry, I, I, 
I don't, I don't <laughs> deal, I don't deal with the money. So, <laughs> okay. And if anybody, um, I, I guess TTC has camping, they have full hookup spots. They got primitive camping. They got all that. If, if anybody's coming from a distance. Yeah, they do. And again, you need to contact the TTC for that information. They got their primitive sites and their, their hookup sites and everything. So, okay. Well, um, anything else we need to talk about with cliffhanger? Uh, nothing that I can really think of, you know, just everybody come out, bring their families and get ready for a, a good race. You got four hours to complete it. So that's, that's something that's new, you know, at last year it was four hours, but that's something new that's, you know, kind of become the season finale of being four hours because some okay, guys so, want it and some guys don't, but they're getting So with, time. with four hours, when you, you go through a check and you're nearing four hours, they're going to let us know. It's Hey, you're at three hours and 45 minutes. You're not going to make it to the next check. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to kind of be the same, even with the three hour races, you know, you, you kind of know you're going to ask your check worker, Hey, how long do I still have? And they're going to tell you. And you know, by then it's up to you. If if you can make it in 15 minutes, go for it. If not, you can hang out and take a break. Yeah. Last year I got to the last check and, and Cody was there. And, um, we all hung out and, and I actually, he helped a, a lady yeah, make Christina. it up the final. Yeah. yeah. So he went down there and, and pulled this girl up so she could make the last check. And that was super cool. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. I remember I, I was there as well. And the dude took like five strides and he was a hundred yards. Down <laughs> <the hill. laughs> yeah. Must be nice being seven feet tall. No kidding. No kidding. All right. So. That's kind of wrapping up the cliffhanger, and I'm going to ask you about something you probably didn't know I was going to ask you about. Um, the um, Enduro Cross starts this weekend in Tulsa. Um, have you been paying any attention to it? Uh, to be honest, we've been so busy on the weekends with the cliffhanger stuff uh, and then work throughout the week. I don't get to keep up with it a lot. I think I've seen the track map and some of the guys right. getting trained up for it, but as far as keeping up with the uh, the everyday life of enduro cross no yeah well i i guess the the big news is that cody webb is missing at least two rounds i guess he 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 broke his wrist or a a small bone in his wrist is how he put it um doing the training school at following the tko so cody's out um obviously that makes colton haker the um you know the the favorite but it looks like to me, Tristan Hart is, is creeping in there in Enduro cross. Um, I know he won at least one round last year when they had the abbreviated schedule. So we'll see if, if Tristan can make it a challenge. And then obviously, uh, Cooper Abbott, he's been coming on as well. And I, I fully expect some of the young guys like Will Reardon and, uh, Ryder LeBlanc, some of those guys to, to make a name for themselves in Enduro cross in the very near future. So, if if anybody has has got any enduro cross insights, you know, let us know. Drop it in the comments. We'd be glad to discuss it some more, and, and hopefully we can do some more chats with some of those guys in the upcoming weeks. But, um, anyways, I'll let you get back to work, Hunter. I know I know you're a busy man, as as am I. And uh, we will see you in about I guess about eight days. Yep, it's coming up fast. Just a little over a week. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot, Hunter. All right, man. Thank you. See you. See you.